Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show special deluxe bonus episode Ooh, featuring deluxe. the one. We have a special guest. First of all, my name's Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Not together in person, virtually, once again, back in like season one. But we are talking with a special guest today. We're very, very excited. She's here already. We're going to jump right into it. We are talking with the star of A Holiday Spectacular on Hallmark Channel premiering this Sunday, the 27th. This is Gina Claire Mason. Miss Ginia Claire Mason. She is here, folks. She's with us. How are you today? Are you excited? How was your Thanksgiving? Let's just start off right there. Thanksgiving was amazing. I flew to Nashville, my hometown, on Thanksgiving. And I expected it to be chaos, but I think everybody was already where they needed to be. So it was pretty lax, pretty easy. Um, got to my parents' house with my husband and our one-and-a-half-year-old son, Cooper, and we had a Thanksgiving dinner, and it was lovely. And um, like so many people, just digging into the leftovers today, hanging out. I did a little Black Friday shop. I just went to Costco. I love Costco <laughs> is one of the best. I feel like Costco on Black Friday is an underrated store. On Black Friday, like people think of Target, Walmart, you know, Kohl's, you know, all these sort of like top ones. But Costco's sneaky good on Black Friday. Sneaky good. And I don't know if it's just this Costco, but it says they open at 10, but really they open at 9. So we went at 9. It's like an unpublished opening time. So it was empty. And I got a great pair of slippers for $9.99. And Christmas is Christmas. I love Great. it. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Were these slippers for you or for somebody else? But uh, my mom got them. For- <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I was like, there, there it is. 10 bucks. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> here's, a, here's a good question for you. Let's just start off right off the bat. Is it okay to buy yourself something and then give it to your significant other and say, just give this to me at Christmas? Do you think that's a, is that gauche? Is that okay? What do we think about that? I think it should be a discussion. I think it's a, you know, can't be a, a blanket You can, rule. like, heavily push somebody towards it, but you don't think you well, can, like, there was the it. year that my husband wanted, like, a PlayStation 5, and that was the year that everybody in the world wanted a PlayStation sure. 5. And so we were both, like, on websites trying to get it, but at the end of the day, like, he, he got through on Walmart or whatever. Right. This is a Walmart ad. We keep talking about Walmart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... I mean, yeah, I, hmm. it's fun to be surprised, though, too. Yeah. A variety. I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation because just this morning, my wife walked up to me at the breakfast table and she said, um, I'm having a really tough time shopping for you this year. And I was like, is that sort of like code for you don't know what to get me this year? And she goes, well, and I said, I said, well, I got to be honest with you. I'm kind of having a tough time shopping for you this year as well. So she said to me, she goes, should we just like, like go low key on each other this year? And I was like, well, I'm not necessarily saying that. Um, But uh, it it is, you know, we live in this interesting time. It's sort of like led to this conversation of like, well, if you have, you have your phone, you have a TV, you, you know, have an iPad or whatever, like there's not a lot more like when you were kids, it was like, oh, the new toy came out this year or the new video game came out this year. As we get older, it's like, I don't need a new phone. Like my phone works just fine. It, it does get a little bit more challenging. That's where like Eric and I have talked about this a lot on the show that we love gifting experiences or like something that's very unique to that person, um, which is one of my, my favorite things to, to give. Are you more of like a, a thing person, Jenna Claire, or are you more of like an experiences person when it comes to holiday gifts? 
you know, we live on the outskirts of, of New York City and space is limited. And I feel like we don't like having a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're of the of the Marie Kondo mindset. So uh, I definitely think, I mean, my husband and I and our families, we all, you know, put together a list. And, you know, on my list is like, we need some new bed sheets. Can I have these? <laughs> the bed sheets. I love the Costco bed sheets. Yes. You know, so, so I feel like. Yeah, it's different. It's different than when you were a kid, but it's still like I will I will be very excited if I get those sheets. I love that. Isn't it funny when you're a kid, you're like the last thing in the world you want is like socks, t-shirts, and like bed sheets. But as you get older, you're like, well, I could really use a couple new like V-neck shirts and like, yeah. you know. Like an instant could... pot. Oh, my word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny how things things change. Um, Jenna Claire, we are so excited to have you here. You know, your movie, your Hallmark Channel movie is premiering this Sunday. A Holiday Spectacular feels like like the big movie of the season. And I'm a little jealous because we did like a fantasy football style draft of like Hallmark Channel movies at the beginning of our season. And we each picked our teams. And Eric uh, won the coin toss and he got the first pick in the draft and he chose and he chose Holiday, uh, Holiday Spectacular. And I was so jealous First pick out of, out of all of the movies. So yes. We made it so basically uh, there was all the Hallmark movies you could choose from. And then we made a point system for like if you kiss in front of a Christmas tree, that's one point. If there's a adorable featured child, that's another point. If there's a pet, there's another point. We have locations. If you're in a small town, if there's a walk and talk through Main Street, all the things that you see in a lot of these uh, amazing films, we gave them all point values, and then we all picked, uh, each of us picked five movies, and yeah, number one selection out of the whole draft, the Peyton Manning, that the Tom Brady, if you so will, great. I guess not Tom Brady, but the Peyton Manning, amazing. if you will, of Hallmark Channel, yeah, we're excited. Okay, I have a question, how long have you been watching Hallmark movies, and do you remember like, and sorry if we've discussed this <laughs> on the pod before, but I want to know, what was, was there a first Hallmark movie that you saw that you said to yourself, Oh wow, I'm a I'm I really like Hallmark movies or I really like Hallmark Christmas movies or was was there something that turned you on to them? I, I really like the royalty ones. You do. You yeah. went for uh okay. you took was it the 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 Royal Nanny was one of your your picks this season that you were Royal super Nanny. into and then I I sort of smoked you because I took Royal Corgi Christmas uh in in the draft this year which I was really excited about because one of our like things you can score it's like if there's a king a queen prince princess like there's points there so like when i saw royalty and a pet in a corgi i was like oh this is going to be points uh, all day long uh for me you know i, I will say in terms of hallmark yeah. channel movies i think i'm more of like a, a recent uh like what would it be a joinee as it were of, of like the hallmark channel christmas movie uh crew my, my mom i will say though like you know all throughout like my teenage years my 20s, you know, if I was at home or like I would come back home, my mom is like obsessed with Hallmark Channel movies, not just the Christmas movies. She just she loves all of them. So I, I would see them on all the time. And I think what's been really fun is now, you know, that we're getting a little bit older, like a lot of these actors and actresses that we grew up with, you know, like the Jody Sweetens of the world or the Lacey Chabert's of the world, Jonathan Bennett. It's really fun to see these actors that we knew uh, in movies that were like of our generation now being. Yeah. And now being like. The love interest. And it's like, oh, like it, you, it's sort of like you're seeing yourself in a Hallmark Channel movie through the eyes of these characters that you grew up with, um, which I think is really, really 
fun. And now because we're partnered with Hallmark Channel, we just get to watch them all, um, which is super fun as well. And we get to chat yeah. with people like you, which is just like win, win, win. Um, so as it pertains to a holiday spectacular, when you found out, when you got the call that you got this role, walk us through like your feelings when, when that call came through. It was so crazy. So I performed last year at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade okay. with Wicked on Broadway. And we finished the show. We finished our number. And we're going back. We're hustling back into Macy's to get cozy. And the Rockets are walking out to perform afterwards. And I remember just being like, oh, my goodness. The jaw <laughs> on the floor, shaking, freezing. Um, but just the most beautiful, long-legged sisterhood. They all, they all look you know, similar in their costumes and um, sort of travel as back. <laughs> yeah. And just excited to be in their presence. And I'd seen them perform in Nashville before. Um, and actually, there was a few girls who had been Rockettes who had come to the Wicked Company. So I, I knew a few girls who had done it previously, but just always sort of in awe of them and their beauty and their talent. And um, so uh, fast forward a couple weeks later, I got the audition for this film and I'd always wanted to be in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> this is my first Hallmark movie audition. And I read the script and I was immediately taken with Margaret's story about mm. wanting to go to New York to chase this big dream because that's very much uh, a big, has been a big part of, of my life. I saw the original cast of Wicked oh, on wow. Broadway as a kid and told my parents at intermission that I wanted to be Glinda someday. Amazing. So to see this girl, you know, sort of, with resilience and perseverance chase after, you know, this, this big dream that sort of seemed insurmountable in her circumstances, I think is, is super inspiring. And I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, having, having something, a goal that, that they want to accomplish in their life. And so I auditioned, I sent in a tape. I remember I recorded my audition at Wicked on Broadway uh, in my dressing room, I had this curtain I could close and I had my ring light there and I filmed oh, wow. between shows one day. It was a two wow. show day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think later that week or the next week I had a callback where I had to do some more scenes and I did those after a show one night. So one of the scenes I filmed with the girl who was my dresser, Hannah, Hannah Dowdy, she's a good friend and she's also an actress. And then one of the other scenes I filmed with the guy who was playing Fiero, Sam Gravitt. So it's great because you have a building right. full of actors yeah, who can totally. read with you. <laughs> um, but it was cool too, even just uh, filming at the Gershwin and knowing, wow, I'm just an avenue or two mm. away from Radio City, right? right now where where they're where the rockets are performing current day yeah so and then fast forward a couple weeks later we're standing on stage at radio city and i'm standing in the line with you know real rockets wearing real rocket costumes doing real rocket choreography so it was all sort of fast and furious but uh surreal and filled with oh full circle moments for me that is so cool. Now tell me this, since you had to do, I don't know, what is, first of all, what is your dance training and were you intimidated to be a part of the Rockettes and dance with them? And tell us a, a little bit about the dancing. Yeah, so I grew up dancing sort of my whole life. Um, when I was 16, I actually oh, wow. shattered my kneecap doing ballet. And when I shattered my knee, I went from doing 20 hours of dance a week to you know, full-time physical therapy, but what do I do with my time? So I started studying opera and I studied at Vanderbilt. I point over there because it is. <laughs> it's right way. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that sort of took my, my life in this whole other direction. So 
Uh, I, I did grow up dancing and, and I have been in shows that require a lot of dancing. What the Rockettes do, though, is definitely sort of net, next level precision yeah. dance. And those girls train for months, some of them years to, to do this specific style. So I was I was very honored to to step into the fold and, and work with the team. And um, their level of, of discipline was just definitely inspiring to be around them. You know, <laughs> here's a good example. We're on stage and we, we were filming something or rehearsing something. And sort of, I don't know. Have you all ever been in a dance class before? I'm, yeah. Yes. Not 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 probably the level yeah. that you're taking <laughs> dance classes, but uh, <laughs> yes, I took ballroom in college. Sure. Yeah, you finish a combination, and after you finish your combination, you relax and and maybe you think about what you want to do differently and 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 get ready to start again or whatever. When they finish a combination or a section of movement, everybody just stays frozen. Nobody moves until they're like told oh. to relax, relax or release. So I remember doing movement and being like, hmm, oh, oh, we're supposed everybody's nobody's moving. Okay, great. <laughs> Just stepping into into that experientially, um, sort of, yeah, that level of uh, uniformity, but also also discipline, and, and you know, they have they have a way that they do things. That's that's really beautiful, and we can talk about it more later. But I did get to see the show this week, and it they're it's it's they're incredible. Yeah, they really <laughs> and are. And the fact that the Rockets have been around since. 1933 and some of this movement i was learning um like the wood dance of the wooden soldiers yeah or toy so wooden soldiers they've been doing that exact routine yeah since 1933 wow. is that so the one cool. where they do the like so cool. the slow motion like fall in a line like dominoes yeah. backwards oh they my fall gosh onto each other. Yeah, that yeah. is so cool i i saw the the christmas spectacular once uh when i was in new york for work and eric knows this story but i i bought tickets at tkts uh and they turned out to be front row center tickets that i got like half an hour before the curtain and i got them for like 89 dollars. and i'd never been to radio city before so i didn't know like where i i was like I just, I, I told Eric, I was like, I handed the ticket to the, the usher. He's like, oh, good seats. And I was like, I didn't know what was going on. And then I sat in the front and just watching, like you said, the these iconic movements that, you know, for me growing up on the West Coast, I'd only ever seen that on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I never had the chance to like right. experience it in New York. So to be in that building in Radio City, watching these dancers do what they do, Beautiful. mind-blowing. And, and that leads, you know, to my next question is like, were there moments when you were shooting the film at Radio City and you just looked around and were like, what is my life right now? Like, what was it like doing that? Yes. Every moment <laughs> of every day. I realized I didn't, I didn't finish answering the previous question. I think I, I started talking about something else. But you asked me about yes. getting the call. And I remember it was a few days before Christmas and I got a call from my manager and I, I was hopeful. And when I answered the phone, he and my agent were both on the line oh. together. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're calling me together. I feel like always a good sign. Friend. Yes. They're both kind of tough because so they have a more like Melissa and Josh, they have more serious voices. So you can't really read emotion in their voice yeah. necessarily. So when they're like, hello, you're like, well, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it's always great when they call you and they say, hang on, I got to get the rest of the team on the line. You're like, yes, this is good. This is good news. Yeah. So um, to answer your question about the theater, though, the Gershwin Theater, where Wicked plays, is the biggest Broadway theater. And it yeah. holds almost 2,000 people. It's massive. And, you know, Radio City holds 6,000. Oh so it's three oh times this which is 
which is why it's really you've maybe seen it in the commercials but have you seen the film yet no, no. we we will be seeing it, it on sunday for the first time we're very right. excited we're excited perfect well there's there's a, a shot and it's in the commercials but it's where it's it's on me and my two friends Sarah and Larissa and all of a sudden the camera goes and it pulls out and you can see just this massive house and it was so fun for me being there this week you know when we were in production you know there's cameras and lights and things everywhere and and the creative team and and dancers and actors (laughs) everywhere but to see the house actually packed out with with people was was really cool and yeah it's it's ginormous so one thing I remember about being inside Radio City was that I remember turning around and at the back of the house, like there's, I don't know if it's like tapestry or what's sort of on the back walls, but it almost looks like silhouettes of human heads. And so when you're looking back across the audience, it literally looks like the sea of people goes on forever. forever. Did you notice Did you notice that or do you happen to know if that's like a design thing they did intentionally. I just remember feeling like, I was like, there could be a million people here and I would totally believe that. We might need to call up the architect. I did turn around and and see that the the different tiers were full, but I don't recall silhouettes of heads. It it may not even be silhouettes of heads. I don't know. I was just like, that's what it looked like (laughs) to me. And I don't know. Did you get to ride the elevator that comes up that brings like the Rockettes up? No, I didn't. Oh, man. That is so cool. The sequel. (laughs) On the sequel. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Holiday Spectacular 2, you will will ride that for sure. So you said that you always like were wanting to be in a Hallmark, you know, channel Christmas movie. Have you always been a fan of Christmas in general? Like, has that been a big part of your your life and your upbringing? A hundred percent. And it's really sweet too, because I am recording from my parents' house right now. So that's where most of my Christmas, on the other side of this wall is where most of my Christmases took place. But I have three I'm the only girl and there's these double doors into our living room. I can, I can give you a whole house tour if you'd like, but we'd have to, we'd have to wait in the hallway on the other side of those, those double doors. Yes, And and then on Christmas morning, you know, we, you know, they'd be on the other side with like the the giant camcorder. Things have changed so much. Now people just have their iPhones, I'm sure. But, um, you know, we run in and there'd be presents and food and things and, so that's really, it's yeah, I had a lot of, most of my Christmas memories are right here. Now we usually spend uh, Christmas in, in Ohio with, uh, Eric, my husband has three siblings as well. And so they do a big Christmas and um, yeah, it's just a great time to get to, to be with family. And it's funny now as a, as a married person being like, where do we go for Thanksgiving and where do we go for Christmas? And we need yeah. to split up this time. And, um, but it's great. It's worked out really well. Isn't, Isn't there a coolest... Jason Robert Brong? Whoops. Yeah, dude, I, Eric, I was just going to say the same exact Isn't thing. Isn't there a Jason Robert Brown song called Christmas in Ohio? I think there is. Summer in Ohio, which is Summer so in Ohio. So, it, so we, all, we all wanted it to be Christmas, though. No, it's funny. It actually does relate, though, because my I had never spent any amount of time in Ohio. And my very first summer stock job in college was at this little professional theater in tiny little sweet Finley, Ohio. Mm. And that was the summer. And it's a, the whole song is about a girl doing summer stock in Ohio. Yeah. But her, her experience is miserable, but she's in love. My experience was good. And I also fell in love with, with my husband. There you go. He's not an actor. Wait, wait, wait. You met your husband at summer stock. I, this, I was doing summer stock, but I, I met him that summer, but he wasn't in the show. I, Okay, my I met wi- my wife doing summer stock theater right after college as well. She she was an actress, but we were both apprentices at the Barn Theater in Augusta, Michigan, 
and uh, doing summer stock, and then I we totally uh, moved to New York together. I feel like yeah, that's it's not it's a little famous, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's a little famous. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very similar experience meeting my wife. Um, we met playing adult kickball uh, together, so very very similar sort of vibe uh, to summer stock. Uh, I have found. Um, so you brought up something about Christmas morning when you were a child that I wanted to go back to real quick. You know, you talked about like waiting in the hallway, you know, to, for your parents to like say you could go in. Like, isn't that just such like a beautiful thing to think back upon that like so often in life you're like, I want to do the opposite of what my parents say. But for some reason, like that Christmas morning tradition of waiting till your parents say go to come out into the living room is something that we always listen to. Like I, I have those same memories that I'm sure a lot of our listeners do as well of like what that feeling was like, that that moment of anticipation, like waiting in the hallway for mom and dad to be like, okay, you can come in now. Like those were some of the most magical memories the best. of my childhood. Do you know what I like to do with my kids? And I only do it I only do it because my dad did it to me. Every Christmas I, I say, What you know, hang on, I gotta go out first and you know, get the camera ready and everything. And every single Christmas I go, Ooh, yikes. Oof. There's nothing oh, no. here. <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly. This is going to be awkward. And I do it every Christmas. And my dad did it to me and my brother every Christmas. And my kids are always like, Dad, come on. We know there's something there. It's pretty good. That, those dad. are the best. Those are the, like dad jokes are the best when you know they're coming. Like I was watching a, <laughs> I was watching a video last night of like Obama, like all his years that he pardoned the turkey at the yeah. White House. Did you see this where he would oh, always man. do like a dad joke and his and uh, Sasha and Malia would be standing there and he would always do the joke and they go, oh my gosh. And there was one year where one of his daughters was like, okay, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> like, And I was just like, if you're going to do the dad jokes, just like own them. And even when you know they're coming, they're just, they're still just as good. Uh, yeah. At least that's what I keep telling myself. My favorite sense of humor is dad jokes. Hands oh, that's yes. good. Then you'll fit in well with us. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have a great time here. Yeah. (laughs) I already am. I have a question. How was it working with Derek Klenna, Broadway's Derek Klenna, uh, who's uh, sort of a buddy of ours? We know him sort of through the Broadway community as well. Did you know him uh, beforehand? Was it great working with him, you know, being two Broadway uh, people doing a movie together? How was that? So we'd never performed together before. We'd never met before, but we'd both Mm. been in Wicked, but different times. And we had a lot of mutual friends and one friend in particular, um, a gal named Abby DePhillips. I don't know if you saw in that Kickline Challenge video, I have that custom sparkly Radio City Christmas Spectacular sweatshirt. Abby made that for me. Anyways, Derek's like a big brother to her. And so she'd been like, oh my gosh, he's so great. He's so funny. Also, Abby's really nice. And, you know, theater people are great. They're, sure, yeah. it's, it's hard to find a, a not great theater person. But I was just blown away by how great Derek is. Like I'd heard he's funny. I'd heard he's funny, but he had me like crying laughing every day. He's so kind. He's so gracious. Um, he was always willing to offer his time to run scenes. He would make me laugh when we weren't filming. He'd make me laugh when we were filming. <laughs> he would always do when we were running scenes too. He'd always do like the most melodramatic reads and I'd be dying. And then, and then he, and then he gets on, you know, in front of the camera and he just sells it because yeah. he's so genuine and, 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 and leads with heart and humor. And, um, but it, it was fantastic to get to work with him. And I, I think the biggest shame is that he didn't get to sing more. Um, 
he he sings um chestnuts roasting on an open fire that's literally it yeah. and he's like well i don't want to sound like the singer and i was like well right. okay <laughs> you <laughs> can't help yeah. that my friend yeah he he's playing christian now in moulin rouge on broadway which i'm yeah. sure you know but yeah he has his range and his tone and his resonance it is it is unlike any other any other male voice i think of our time he did a great job on the uh the moulin rouge was on the cbs uh thanksgiving day parade yeah. It was great. He was great in it. Do you? Ha- I have a question. Do you have? Um, do you have any big plans to watch the film on Sunday? Like, are you going to watch it with your family? Are you having a, a viewing party? Are you going to lay low? What's your plan? <laughs> Go hibernate. I so <laughs> we had a massive premiere in October, which was really fun. It was sort of the kickoff for the countdown to Christmas for Hallmark, and they flew in a bunch yeah. of Hallmark talent, and it was current like current Rockettes along with a ton of Rockette alumni and it was at Radio City which was wild and so that felt like a, a massive kick so even talking about the prayer I'm like yeah that happened oh now everybody else right. gets to see it right yeah and that, that's so exciting for me and I'm like yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it being out in the world but <laughs> right over here we're having a viewing party you guys are welcome to, to join <laughs> um uh, I, I you know i invited a lot of people to come to the premiere and that was really sweet but i feel like i just want this to be family and christmas jammies and i don't know if you know annie f down she's she's a a, a new york times best-selling author and she's a she's a podcast Ooh. host as well but she's one of my my best nice. friends and she lives in nashville so she's coming over my friend meredith's coming over and then my my uncle and and his girlfriend and, and my parents and I, we brought our christmas jammies and Love it. i just so good. i just want to eat some snacks and enjoy it and we'll be watching in our christmas jammies uh, as well and we'll be yes. drinking cocoa bombs you know from hallmark channel and all the things to really set Guys, the mood this sunday please yeah. please wear christmas jammies i really really want you to wear christmas jammies absolutely Absolutely. I know you the can't only see me it. from the waist down, but I'm just wearing Christmas jammies yes. right now. That's just I, that's Thanksgiving weekend. It's basically just wear Christmas jammies all yeah. weekend long. I feel like. Wait, do you know what's so funny? Guess what? I have my laptop propped up on. Christmas <laughs> jammies. <laughs> yes. What's oh, your slippers? Slippers. The slippers you bought at Costco. <laughs> see, that's the best nine ninety nine you've ever invested. It, it could have been a great prop earlier. Um, yeah. But I have matching my husband and me and my son. We all have matching pajamas, so I'm excited. That's the about only way that. to do it. I oh we have matching pajamas. We also got them for the dog, which is nice. So then our dog is also in the same exact uh, plaid print that we have. Yeah. That's what a nice good dog role. parent you are. I have two dogs, but they're not here with us. They're back home. <laughs> That's so so Jenna Claire, you know, we were talking about like the iconic, you know, kick line of the Rockettes earlier, and you and Hallmark Channel just launched this weekend the hashtag kick line challenge. And and I know this because I saw it. You know, we follow Hallmark Channel, but I know that you you stumbled upon Eric and I happen to do our own version of the kick line challenge as well. You know, would love to get your feedback, maybe on a score of like one, two, like Rocket. How did we do? Uh, would love do? to get your feedback. It was really yeah. good. My only complaint is that Danny, you didn't kick. I, I got to see Eric's kicks and they were phenomenal, but I didn't see your high kicking, Danny. Spoiler alert. If you watch all the way to the end after the little promo for your movie, uh, we are kicking together. It's a little like bonus. You know how like if you stick around long enough in the movie theater, you get to see. I like, feel some called funny out moments. that I didn't watch till the very end. I'm yeah. so sorry. Okay, well, it's okay. 
It's okay. I sell it so hard. I we we both have the biggest like you know cheesy grins on our face, and um, our extension may not be the same as those of the ladies in the Rockettes, okay. but I take back everything I said, and it gives me something <laughs> to. And I love a strong ending, so I have to go back and enjoy that. I'm really looking forward to it. It's funny, my friend Shana, who works at Hallmark, who asked me to do it, she was like, "Yeah, just like just do high kicks for like 20 seconds." That's hard. That's surprisingly hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is this, P90X? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I warmed up a little. I did like a step, jump kick, jump kick. I was like, ooh, 20 seconds. <laughs> that was like half a second. <laughs> so, you know, it ended up me kicking, doing practicing, and, and, and getting takes for about an hour in, in classic self-tape actor fashion and my yes. hamstrings are, are still sore four days later so. <laughs> that's amazing well if any of our listeners are wanting to get in on this challenge you're hearing this this weekend because on sunday uh a holiday spectacular comes out but all this weekend long they are doing the kick line challenge and let's just keep it going you know throughout the holiday Absolutely. season uh, film yourself doing the iconic rocket uh, kick line and then hashtag it kick line challenge and, and put it yeah. up on, on Instagram so we can check it out. That'd be so fun. At Easter, I still want to be seeing the hashtag kick line challenge. So like, yeah, just <laughs> like, keep it going. Year long. All about it. it. All about it. Uh, well, Jenna Claire, we know that you are super busy because you've got a movie premiere this weekend, but we would love, you know, as, as our listeners know, we are Christmas countdown and we, countdown, you know, themed, uh, you know, list around the holidays. We, we, Eric and I put our heads together earlier and we thought what would be a perfect fit for Jenna Claire and Eric, what do we come up with? We think that being a, a New Yorker living in New York, being a Broadway star, being in a movie about New York city and the Rockettes and New York and all that, we wanted to get your top five things to do in New York city at Christmas time. What do you got for us? So it's great because some of these things are things you can do all year round, but they're just made a little more special at, at Christmas sure. time. But I love Bryant Park. Have y'all been to Bryant Park before? Mm -hmm. Oh my it's gosh, a yes. Great space to go. It's a little bit of a sanctuary, a big green open space. But in at Christmas time, they turn that green open space into a massive ice skating rink. And then yeah. there's a whole yes. Christmas village of shops and there's there's hot chocolate, there's treats, and there's also artisan crafts and it's just a sweet it's a sweet place to to visit, to pop by. It's a great and great it really is, yeah. So the, would that be your number five then? Is that your number five select? Because we do like five. Okay, number five is the Bryant Park Holiday Market Ice Skating Experience. Rink Experience. Yeah. Yes. All right, number four. Yeah, cool, because the library is right there too. If you want to, you want to go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> and number four, you can go year round, but I feel like I I need to include something that's food driven. My favorite restaurant. It's on Forty Sixth. It's um it's restaurant row. It's called Becco and it's an Italian restaurant. Yeah, the place and is great. It's a great have you been? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh my goodness. Well, I'm I'm tight with the with the chef, William Gallagher. He's incredible and they do a, a pasta a different pasta trio every day. But they have this amazing dessert sampler plate. And you can go and at, at the end of your meal or at the beginning, however you feel. Live your truth. <laughs> in the true elf spirit. Uh, I think Will Ferrell will be proud if you started with dessert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 
it's it's a platter that has sort of yeah a taste test of all of their desserts and when i take people i like to have everyone try each of them and then you know keep your poker face and then at the end rate them in in your favorite order so you, you can play that game we can go you guys we can go next okay. time you're in done so, done i want right, to hear so your reading i can't wait <laughs> So the third one, I'm going to cheat a little bit, is sort of the Christmas decor. You don't want to miss mm. it. You know, you can see lights in Columbus Circle. You can see the Broadway show globes in, in Times Square. Yeah. And then you can see the Rockefeller tree um, in Rock, near Rockefeller Plaza. And I walked past it the other day, and it really is wild how – massive it is and how many people are working on it and the scaffolding around it to make sure that it's beautifully decorated and the star on top this would be a good thing to to look up i want to know how big that star is because you look at it and it looks proportional to the tree but then you see a man decorating you know not too far away from it that star is bigger the size than of a man yeah so i want to know how big the star is i'm sorry i don't have that fact right here uh, I am looking it up. I'm trying to Google as fast as as I can. But let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to your number two, and let's see if I can find it while you give that. Oh, I found it. Well, it's it's a 900 pound Swarovski crystal star. Oh. I found. No wonder it's so 900 pounds. My 900 God, 900 pounds. That's incredible. It has three million crystals in it. Mm. Oh three my million? gosh. Yes, and it was designed so that no matter what angle it is observed, viewers can observe a full, like the full beauty of the star. So it sounds like it's like three million is a lot of crystals. Well, we were talking about you know it being difficult to find gifts for people. I mean, I think we just found one uh, for somebody out there. (laughs) When I said I didn't like things, I would like the rock. (laughs) The nine hundred pound Christmas star in my living room. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you for that. I I feel like I'm going to leave this conversation like a little more educated. There you go. So that's, I appreciate it. That's what we aim for on every episode. Just a little <laughs> bit more educated every episode. Yep. Number four, and this is this is near and dear to my heart, is... Was is this number two. four or number, number two? So I did... We did Bryant Park. Park. That's yeah. number five. We did Becco. Four. We did... City decor. So we're down to number two. Oh, number two. Yeah. All right. Number two. Number two. Yeah. What number did I say? You said number four. You said number four. That's all right. Look, we're all parents here. None of us are sleeping. We all get it. (laughs) Four is two. Three is 12. It's all all good. My fourth in the list, but it's number two in the countdown. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Okay. Next. (laughs) Okay. I have a number two for you. It would be to go see a Broadway show. Yeah. It's wild because when families either go to the city to go on a family vacation or, you know, everybody else is relaxing and winding down after maybe a crazy season of work, that's when Broadway actors are gearing up. That's when instead of the normal eight shows a week, we're going to do nine shows a week. So I think Broadway actors are working harder than ever, and so I, I, I love it when when the industry is is supported around the holidays. And my favorite show right now is MJ. Have y'all heard Ooh. about it? 
I've, I've not oh, seen yeah. it. Heard yet. of it? Haven't yeah. seen it yet. No. I saw it four times in the span of six months, and I don't think I can Whoa. say that about any other show ever. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. I have heard people talk about it that it is like just life changing, like amazing, amazing theater. The lead actor Miles Frost is yeah. is trans yeah transportive i'll say yeah. and yeah. actually my my friend Callie is is in the show and she's you know you can't take your eyes off her but it's it's mm. some of the best dancing i've ever seen on broadway and Callie funny enough she was in wicked with me but also she was a rocket <laughs> oh look <laughs> so, there you go that precision down so yeah. wow that show is it really is so fun and you know every song and and that makes yeah. makes for a good time too but it doesn't feel like jukebox musical per se even though it is you know all from the catalog of michael jackson it's um it's a really fun show so i highly recommend that and i think it's like everyone in the family can go see it which i appreciate as well win-win all right so number one (sighs) number one number one thing to do new york city at christmas what do you think and this is special because it is unique to Christmas. You know, year-round, you, you can go to Bryant Park. You can go to Becco. You can go to Rockefeller Plaza. But Christmas time, you've got to go see the Radio City Rockets. Yeah. Well played. They're only there for that, that Christmas season. But, y'all, they're do- sometimes they're doing four shows a day. It's crazy. And they have... You know, they have two different casts, but those they're working so hard. Um, I mentioned that I'd, I'd seen the show in Nashville growing up, which was amazing. But, Danny, you were saying how incredible it was being at Radio City. And it's true that the building itself is a spectacle and what they can do with projections on the walls and mm-hmm. elements falling from the sky and, and things that are unique to Radio City. And then, again... You know, I went on a Wednesday afternoon and, and it was packed. It's it's wild. And and the way they can utilize the stage coming up and down and, and secret doors on the side and there's organs and the orchestra comes up and you can see all the instruments and there's people coming through the aisles. It really is. It's so magical. And if you're not in the Christmas spirit, I mean, they'll get you there in a heartbeat. Santa yeah. sort of narrates the whole things. The numbers are dare I say, spectacular. (laughs) I I saw the blue cast this week, but I have to go back and see the gold cast because I have a lot of friends in in that cast as well who were in the film. And so so I'm excited to see both. But it's it's 90 minutes too, which is so sensible. And and I think that's how they make it so they can do four shows. But I know when I saw my friends on Wednesday, that was their 14th show they'd done that week. And then the next cast was going to come in on Wednesday and do the next two shows. And then Thanksgiving morning perform on the Thanksgiving Day Parade and then do three shows that day. I was oh like, gosh. how do you kick, how do you, how do you kick your legs that many times? Yeah. Right. Calves of steel. Yeah. I think that's For real. The, that's the answer. Well, just, uh, just true athletes too. Oh, they, they're, so, they're so strong. They're so beautiful. They're so, um, they, you know, they trained for this all year. Yeah, right. I love it. Well, this has been an absolute 
blast. It's been spectacular, yes. as uh, as some might say. <laughs> and we are so thrilled. One, that you took the time to chat with us today, you know, amidst like a big weekend for you. And we are so thrilled yeah. to check out A Holiday Spectacular on Hallmark Channel this Sunday at 8, 7 Central. You want to check it out. It's, um, I think it's going to be the most, you know, big splashy musical of this of the uh of the season the movie of the season we're we're just stoked and we're so grateful you took the time to chat with us today jenna claire thank you thank you for having me it's so nice to meet y'all i hope we can it's all so hang nice out in new york city sometime absolutely we'll we'll be there at some point we'll we'll all get okay. together and, and do this again and but we can all yes. kick together yes, yes absolutely we'll 100%. do it all together i'm stretching as thank we speak so much yes. Thank you so much. It was so great to talk to you. Thank you for everything you said about New York City. We're excited to uh, let people know about that. If they're going to the city, do all of those things. And as we like to finish every episode here on the Christmas Countdown Show, we close by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya.